Welcome back to Nachyomi Torah Imecho with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Michal Horowitz, and today we will be studying Capital Tess, Chapter 9 of Tehillim. In this chapter, the upbeat theme continues, as this is a, a psalm of thanksgiving. You will see that it is an upbeat theme where David HaMelech is thanking Hashem, who rescued him over his enemies and led him to victory. It is furthermore a prayer that Hashem should continue to be with him against those who will rise up against him. Perektas Pasuk Aleph, Lam to the conductor, Almus Laben Bismar David. So it is unclear from the text exactly what this is speaking about. A song to the conductor, upon the death of the son, a song for David. What is going on here? So the Steinzelt Ktuvim teaches as follows. Almus Laben, or Almut Laben, what does that mean? Since this psalm is generally one of thanksgiving to God and does not appear to be a lament about the loss of a son, certainly not one of David's own children, most commentators agree that the word Laben literally translated here as for the son, Lamed, Bet, Nun, Sophie, does not have that meaning. So it does not mean upon the death of one of the sons of David. Some commentators argue that Laban could be the name of an enemy king or commander that is unknown to us from other sources. In that case, it would be a song of thanks for the death of Laban, who was a uh, enemy of the King David. However, others speculate that Almut Laban, translated as on the death of Laban, actually has nothing to do with death, but rather this was the name of a well-known song, and that this psalm was meant to be sung to its melody, and the Steinzitz Ketuvim quotes their Rashi ibn Ezra and Malbim. So those the major commentators hold Laban, Almut Laban, was a melody, and this song was sung to that melody. So let us see the song of thanks that King David gives. Hashem I will thank you, Hashem, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. Esmecha, I will rejoice. And I will delight in you. I will sing your name on the Most High. So we see clearly that this is a, a, a psalm of song, a psalm of song where King David is praising God. And what is he praising for? Pasuk Dalid? Uh, yeah, Pasuk Dalid. B'shuv oivai achar, when my enemies are turned back, yikashu, they will stumble. V'yovdu panacha, they will be perished, they will be obliterated before you. Ki asisa mishpiti vidini, yashavta v'chise shofet sedek. You have performed my judgment and my verdict when the time came for me to be judged by you, Steinzot's Ktuvim. I knew that you would find my enemies guilty. You sat on your throne of justice, the judge of righteousness. Ga'arta goyim, you rebuke the nations. Ibadata rasha, you have caused the wicked to be lost, to perish. Shemama chisa la'olavad, you have erased their name forever and ever. And perhaps this is where, I don't know, I never saw it brought down, but maybe this is where the phrase, when you mention the name of a Russia, Yamach Shmo. I mean, it's Mamash right here. Listen to the Pasuk. It's Pasuk Vav. Ga'arta goyim ibadata. Rasha Shemam Machisa. So we have a sequence here. Rasha Shemam Machisa. The wicked, you cause their name to be erased forever. So perhaps you could say that Rasha, anytime you mention the name of a Rasha, Shemam Machisa becomes Yamach Shmo. So I hear a capital test of Tehillim. Ha'oyev Tamu Haravos Look at this. The enemy is no more. They lie in eternal ruins. Va'arim nasashta. You have destroyed their cities. Avad zichram 
Hema, the memory of them is lost. So clearly this is a song of great thanks to Kosh Baruch Hu for smoting the enemies of King David. And Ba'ezrat Hashem, we are going to be quoting of Shamsha and Fahal Hirsch as well. This is the story of Israel in exile. And ultimately in the end of days, Hashem will smite our enemies. Hashem lo'olam yeshev. And Hashem dwells eternal. He sits on his throne eternally. Konein lamishpat Kiso. And here we say that Hashem has prepared his throne for judgment. He will judge the world in righteousness. He will administer fair judgment to the nations. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's a place in Eretz Israel called Miskav Ladach. Okay, the Lord is a fortress for the oppressed. The Miskav is a fortress. Ladach, for those who are pushed, for those who are oppressed. And who do we turn to in a time of distress? Who do we turn to in a time of trouble? If not for the Rebbe Shalom, our fortress and our rock. Miskav, the Itos Bitsari, he's a fortress for anyone who is in a time of trouble. Now, Pasukir Aleph, here you go, your connection to Tefillah. Pasukir Aleph is the second last Pasuk that is recited every day in the Uval Etzion. We recite Uval Etzion in Tefillah Shachris after um, the uh, Amida, of course, and after um, the closing section of the Tefillah, Ashrei, Lamatzeach, and Uval Etzion. Second to last Pasuk of Uval Etzion should be familiar to you. V'yiftuchu v'cha yodei shemecha. Those who know your name will trust in you. Kilo azavta droshecha, because those who seek you have not left you, Hashem. And that is right here. That is Kapitol Tess of Tehillim, Pasuk Yod Aleph. And then David Amel continues, Zamru la Hashem Yoshev Tzion. Those who dwell in Zion should sing to God. Hagidu ba'amim alilosav. What shall you do? Not only sing to God, but make his deeds known amongst the people. Kidoresh damim osam zachar. Why? Because Hashem avenges blood. He remembers them. He does not forget the cries of the humble. So Hashem will avenge the blood of the fallen. Hashem will take revenge on the enemy. Hashem does not forget the cries of the humble. Oh, I said that Pasuk already. Okay, sorry. Pasuk Yudalad. Hashem. Please, like from Chinun. Have mercy on me, Hashem. Re'e, what shall you see? Ani'i, see my affliction. Misonai, from my enemies. Miromimi, misha'arei maves. Lift me up, God from the gates of death. And this is not a psalm of despair. It's a psalm that King David is saying, I was crying out to you. I was I was in despair, but you lifted me up. So I rejoice in, the, in your salvation. If you give me life, Hashem, if you save me, if you smell my enemies, I will tell all of your praises. In the gates of the daughters of Zion, I will rejoice in your salvation. I think it's interesting. The previous Pasuk, Gedalet, talks about Hashem lifting him up, and this Pasuk talks about him sitting, and that's the ultimate two extremes, if you will. represents not only Mavis in the literal sense, but also a person who is at the depths of despair is sitting and when the Yeshua comes, King David says, we will move to the opposite extreme, we will move from the greatest despair, the Sha'arei Mavis, the gates of death to the Sha'arei Batzion the gates of your holy city Hashem, the gates of before we finish up the capital, there's a few more psukim left. What I want to do is quote from Rabbi Sham Shirafal Hirsch, okay? And then after Rav Hirsch, we'll close off the uh, parak. Says Rav Sham Shirafal Hirsch, this psalm expresses the historical experiences of the people of Israel during its wanderings among the people of the world. So this isn't only a psalm of thanks of King David who waits for the ultimate redemption to be brought to the Sha'arei Batzion, but it is also the historical experience of Am Yisrael. Says Rav Hirsch, their path through history is strewn with trials and tribulations. So we have to remember that Rav Hirsch wrote his commentary in Germany in the 1800s. 
Their path through history is strewn with trials and tribulations, but it is also replete with lessons and possibilities for moral improvement. So from our trials and tribulations, we can take a lesson we should learn to morally improve ourselves. Israel passes before all the great powers in world history. Or rather, says Rafersh, these powers pass in review before Israel. Quote, these nations leave a trail of ruin upon their path to triumph. And Israel must suffer at the hands of them all. We have seen time and again through our long and bitter galut, exile, that indeed the nations leave a trail of ruins upon their path to triumph. When the Crusades, a thousand years ago, were going to conquer the Holy Land, they slayed thousands and thousands and thousands of Jews, entire communities in Germany. The Torah centers were completely wiped out. Spare mines and mains spear and worms were totally destroyed and we have we have kiddos for them on Tisha B'Av because indeed like Rafa says the nations leave a trail of ruin upon their path to triumph and Yisrael will suffer at the hands of them all however Yisrael sees them all rise and it is Yisrael who witnesses their downfall when you look through our history it is so true ultimately Hashem smotes every single one of our enemies and who is the nation that is still here from antiquity I'm Yisrael and in every such catastrophe, in every such catastrophe, says Rav Hirsch, Israel discerns the hand of God, heralding his ultimate judgment, placing his throne into position, as it were, for the judgment of the world. It is Israel whom God has appointed to be the messenger of that era of this kingdom on earth. And it's such a beautiful truism, and, and just keeping in mind, Israel, that this was written. You know, some decades before the Holocaust, Rahman al-Islam, and, and refer sometimes when you read his, um, when you learn his insights, both in Chumash, Tehillim, whatever it is, it's very eerie, it's very foreshadowing. Um, and it is so true, on the other hand, that while we do struggle valiantly to survive amongst the nations of the world, ultimately, at the end of the day, it is those nations who God judges and destroys, and it is Am Yisrael who ends up singing to Hashem. Furthermore, says our first, the superscription Almut Laben, in other words, the beginning of the capital, which we already discussed, and whatever way it might be interpreted, is in accordance with this idea. So he says Almut Laben is in accordance with the idea that I am teaching you. Immortality, the eternal vigor of youth, the secret of the future, are to the sun alone. Simply means that the only sun, the sun Yisrael, will enjoy immortality. Because Yisrael is the only one to submit willingly to the guidance of its father. All the other nations come and go. All the other nations rise and fall. All the other nations live and die. Almut laben. Only Yisrael is immortal. Why? Because we submit to the guidance of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It is Yisrael alone that has walked and still walks immortally and forever youthful. Amongst the nations of the world that have fallen and all those that are still to crumble. Such a prophetic piece. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable how, how this really foreshadows what would happen. Um, he died in 1888. Okay? How, how it foreshadows what would happen. Uh, Hitler's rise to power was in the 20s even. And then the 30s, of course. And then Rahman al-Sam, the horrific show. Ah. And yet all the nations of the world rise and fall. They crumble. Yisrael alone has preserved the secret of world history because it alone has seen and understood the hidden workings of the hand of God, just as a son is truly capable of understanding the secret ways of his father. How beautiful, how powerful, how prophetic, and how true. All of our enemies have come and gone, and only Yisrael is still here. Going back to the capital to finish it up, 
last we spoke about was the transition from Sha'arei Mavet to Sha'arei Batziot. Pasuk Tadzayin Tavu Gayim B'Shachas Asu. Hashem, what should you do? You should destroy the nations in the trap that they made, the snare that they ensnared to snare others. Let them drown in that. In that snare and in that trap, let their feet trip. No, da Hashem. So what they plotted to do to us, that be done to them. No, da Hashem. Mishpat asa bepol kapav. No kesh rasha. Higayon selah. Pasuk yitzayin. The Lord is known through the judgments that He executes. Befall kapav. The work of His hand. No kesh rasha. He traps the wicked. Higayon selah. Reflect upon this selah. Selah we spoke about already in Paragimah. Yashuvu b'sha'im l'sha'ola. The wicked shall return to the grave. Kol goyim shechechei. Elohim. The wicked will go to the grave, the netherworld, the depths. All of those nations who have no memory of God will be forgotten forever. Because King David says, Hashem, I know. You will not eternally forget the poor. The hopes of the poor will not be forever lost. And King David said, it's a prayer. Arise, Hashem. Al Yaoz Enosh, let not man not be arrogant. Yishpatu Goyim Alpanecha, let the nations be judged in your sight. And finally, Pasukhaf, Shisa Hashem, Moralahem, place fear in them, Ribosha Olam. Yedu Goyim, let the nations know the truth, let them know who is the true ruler, let them know that eternal God has an eternal nation, and that is Amishan, and then in the end of days they will be punished, and our survival will continue. Yedu Goyim. Let the nations know that they are just mortal men. Enosh is a word for man. Enosh, Adam, Ish, Gather. Enosh is a term for humanity for man. Please, Hashem, let the nations of the world know that they are not immortal. They are mere mortals. And their time will come for judgment. Selah. Thank you for studying with me, Lezech Nishmasa and Lulu Nishmasa, Sonia Finkelstein, Chana Sarabas Chaim Leib, Allah Shalom. I look forward to continuing our learning tomorrow. Thank you and wishing you all a wonderful day.